action. You're in the helicopter, it's loud, you got your fins on, your wetsuit, mask, snorkel, ready to go, and then you jump. Danger. You can hear the ice hissing and cracking all around you. Adventure. When you cross the equator, you have to ask King Neptune's permission to become a shellback. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 50, Shakedown. My name is Lance Lahanye. I'm an electronics technician nuclear grade from Sacramento, California, and this is my sea story. I'm an ETN. We are the ones that control the reactor on the carrier. We control power, make sure that everything's safe. The way that this works is essentially we make a hot rock which makes steam, which pushes a turbine, and that makes the propellers move. And that's moving this essentially bigger than the Empire State Building through the water. The reason that we have a nuclear power program, especially with our aircraft carriers and submarines, is so that we can run longer without having to refuel, like if we had diesel or still ran on coal. We can go about 50 years before having to refuel our nuclear reactors. So that gives us a huge advantage. Not having to refuel allows us to go on longer missions, allows us to not waste money on fuel costs, and it's easier to maintain. That was on the USS George H.W. Bush, a carrier. We were in the Arabian Gulf, and we were conducting a reactor operational examination, so testing our capabilities as a reactor department. I was standing watch as the thrallman, which is the person that directs the speed of the boat. The throttles that I'd be operating were effectively the same as if you had a speed change in a boat, just a mechanical lever that goes up and down to control the speed. I was in the reactor control station, and we got for training a, uh, our highest bell that we can answer, our highest speed. For these extreme speed bells, we have to answer them as fast as we can so that we can get ready to get back to the mission as soon as we can. It was very fast-paced. It was just limit after limit after limit going up, up, up. Eventually, we were about 10% away from like our max, and you could feel the entire boat shaking with me moving the throttles like centimeter by centimeter. It's extremely different from honestly making anything else move because you are keeping the reactor plant within a safe condition so that you can meet this goal. It feels like it's just pushing the limit. I finally got the ship up to its max rated speed within three minutes. For context, the average for experienced Thrallman reactor operator combos are five to seven minutes. My heart was racing. The ship was shaking, rattling, making metallic rumbles. And it just felt like a roller coaster, like going on one for your first time, but knowing that you are the one that's controlling that roller coaster. You feel it in your hands, in your feet, in the chair. It is an entirely different feeling, being the one in the driver's seat, the one that's making it happen. It just felt great. So whenever we get these high-speed bells, whether it's going all the way forward or completely opposite direction going all the way back, 
it's never a normal time. It's not like you just want to go fast. So it was really testing our capabilities as a reactor department as a carrier and making sure that we can get to those speeds without breaking anything. I never would have guessed that I'd be the one that was making an island-sized boat go through the water that fast. It was the most excitement I had in the Navy, and it let me know that I was great at my job. The reason I shared this sea story is because it lets you know that it's not just being in the military, it's not just doing what you're told. You can really excel at whatever you do, whatever they put in front of you. To hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Coming next. There was so much cocaine, so much contraband in this fishing boat that there's no way it was going to sink. Sea Stories brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com. Navy.com.